0: Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Deb, and I'm back again with another another Table Talk Tuesday, where we come to the table, we talk about the topics that's important to you, that's also important to me. Yes, I'm back. It is December, and I am so excited about this word today. I'm telling you guys, I have such a juicy topic for you. I've been waiting to do this topic for a long time, but I just wanted to wait to the perfect moment and the topic for the day is when real shows up how do you know when real shows up and when truth is really exposed all right so before i get into the topic today i'm gonna have an ad sponsor and when ad sponsor is over when we return we will discuss when real shows up how do you know when truth is exposed all right This week's ad sponsor is provided by Tanya and Co. Lux Designs. Immerse your home in beauty this holiday season. The beautiful fragrances and home decor by Tanya and Co. Lux Designs. We are a luxury lifestyle company bringing beauty, comfort, elegance style and sweet notes to linger into your home or sacred space enjoy our luxe slippers natural soy candles infused with tea tree oil and luxe diffusers available now at www.tanyaandco.shop let me read let me spell it for you it's T A N Y A. A N D C O dot shop. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tanya and Co. So go out and check them out. I just ordered the slippers, or uh, they have a beautiful collection. So go and check them out. Tanya and Co. Lux design. All right, we are back. So let's just dive right into the topic again, When Real Shows Up and Truth Be Exposed. I'm so excited about this topic, you guys. So let me ask you a question. Can you recognize real when you see it? Can you recognize real when you see it? Most people can agree that they can recognize fake when they see it. But what about real? My brother and I, we were discussing uh, this topic some time ago, and this came up. And so I just knew that this would be such a good topic on the podcast today. So I know you're saying, you know, all right, Dad, where are you going with this? What I want to talk to you about is um, how we can take a look at the scriptures, a set of scriptures, and understand that by recognizing real when real show up you can miss out if you don't recognize real when real shows up you can miss out on so much more you can miss out on god and relationships you know your husband for and for men those who are looking for a wife you know you can miss opportunities You can miss out on so much wisdom. You can miss out on healing when you don't recognize real, when you don't recognize truth. Recognizing fake is just not enough. So, I want to see, I want you to see what happens when the Pharisees and Jews missed out on recognizing real and recognizing truth. They were so used to false that truth, they, the truth went right over their heads, especially when it comes in the form of the Savior, Jesus. So let me ask you another question. Um, have you ever found yourself in a conversation with someone where you're telling them your truth and what you heard and what you saw, and yet the person believed and saw what they wanted to see? And was closed minded to what's real, but they try to convince you that what you're saying is not truth at all. So let's look at the set of scriptures. The first set, I have two examples for you today. The first set of scriptures we're gonna look at that discusses, first of all, real popping up on the scene is in John 8 1 and 7. I can clearly see, uh, this happening to Jesus. All right. So he's, he's speaking to the Pharisees. Every time he turned around, the Pharisees and Jews were there, not because they wanted to follow him, but because they wanted to catch him up in a lie or catch him, um, not, uh, fulfilling, uh, the laws that they know to be. And they that they have always witnessed uh, or have always known and been taught, all right? So it says the Pharisees always uh, was around to try to test the very truth of Jesus. And so I want to take you to this one set of scriptures, uh, John 8, 1 and 7. I want you to bear with me as I read uh, this passage. And I want you to just um, uh, you know, go there with me and, and, and picture this whole situation that's going on and how the Pharisees, uh, basically they bring a woman that's committed adultery to Jesus to find out what, you know, what would he do about this situation? How would he handle this situation? All right. So let's go to the scriptures. Cause I'm excited. About this word. Alright. So. We're in. John chapter 8. Verse. 1 through. 1 through 11. Alright. So I'm reading in the. New living translation. Because I want you to. Be able to understand. Where I'm going with this. About when real shows up. And when truth is exposed, all right, so it says, Jesus had returned to, to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon, soon gathered. All right, because Jesus was that, that man that, you know, crowds would gather around him. When he speak, people listen. Okay. All right. So it says, And he sat down and taught them. I'm in verse three. As he was speaking, the teachers of the religious law and Pharisees brought a woman they had caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. And they said, teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. The law of Moses say to stone her. What do you say? So this that now this is their questioning what do you do? This is what the law of Moses is saying. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, all right, stone her, but let those who have never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. Then the accusers heard this. They slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to her, "'Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you?' "'No, Lord,' she said." And, and Jesus said, neither do I go and sin no more. See how they, they wanted to, the, the remarkable thing about this story is, is that Jesus, this is, this is so they wanted to see if he was going to go against Moses laws and for a sidebar Jesus, this is why Jesus is called the wonderful counselor or he's the lawyer and he's also the judge. And at the same time, but look at the situation, uh how real showed up for that woman that day and his truth had prevailed that day. I want you to see another example. This, this is my last example of how truth shows up. Now, to me, what was going on and what was taking place in John chapter eight was more so like an argument, so you know it was like an argument between Jesus and the Pharisees or or the Jews um that didn't believe who He said that he was, and for some people, they will say, "Well, Jesus didn't argue, that wasn't an argument, but I beg to differ." This was a clear indication, this is a clear indication that neither the Pharisees or Jesus was on the same page. All right, every time you turned around, it wasn't on the same page. So in an argument, you basically not in this on the same page. So after an argument, someone is upset, right? I, I hope, would you agree? Let's see what happens after Jesus let uh, them know who he is, and let's see if anyone gets upset. Let's look at the verse, verse John um, chapter, John chapter eight, verses 31 through 58. Now I want you to bear with me as I read to you what's taking place, this new situation, my example of when real shows up in this argument between Jesus and the Pharisees. All right. Let's see where we at. 31 to 51. All right. Alright, so this is about uh Abraham. They are the they are the descendants of Abraham. So I'm in thirty-one. It says, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you keep obeying my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We never we have never been slaves to anyone on earth. What do you mean set free? And Jesus replied, I assure you that everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if so if the so if the son sets you free, you will indeed be free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because my message does not find a place in your hearts. I am telling you, I am telling you what I saw when I was with the father, when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. And they said, well, our father is Abraham. They declared, no, Jesus replied. For if you were children of Abraham, you will follow his good example. I told you the truth. I heard from God, but you are trying to kill me. Abraham wouldn't do a thing like that. No, you are obeying your real father when you act that way. And they replied, we were not born of, we were not born out of wedlock. Our true father is good, is God himself. Now they're upset at this point. Did you see the explanation marks going in the, in the scripture? They upset right now. And Jesus told them, If God were your father, you would love me because I have come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? Is it because you are unable to do so? For you are the children of your father, the devil and your love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning and has always hated hatred the truth. There is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone whose father is God listens gladly to the words of God. Since you're since you don't, it proves you aren't God's children. They, the people retorted, "You Samaritan devil!" I mean, now, at this point, now you tell me if this is not an argument, you Samaritan devil? Didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? And is Jesus talking now? He said, "No." Jesus said, "I have no demon in me, for I honor my Father, and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God wants to glorify me. Let him be the judge. I assure you, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die." Then the people said, "Now they 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 upset. Excuse my language, but they are upset, and they said." The people said, now we know you are possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say that those who obey your teaching will never die? Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? Are you greater than the prophets who died? Who do you think you are? This is a he's talking. Who do you think you are? And then Jesus answered, if I am merely boasting about myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who says these glorious things about me. You say he is our God. But you do not even know him. I know him. If I said otherwise, I would be a greater liar as you. But it is true. I know him and obey him. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced as he looked for the day, as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it was glad. He saw it and was glad. And the people said, "You aren't even 50 years old. How can you say you seen Abraham?" So, I mean, they're just like going at it back and forth, back and forth. And that's what the argument is. They're going back and forth, back and forth. And then the people said, "You aren't even 50. All right, read that. Jesus answered, "The truth is, I existed before Abraham." And even born I existed before Abraham was even born. Oh, why did Jesus say that? Oh, that really upset them. It said at this point, they picked up stones to kill him. But Jesus had hid himself from them and left the temple. Now tell me that wasn't an argument. Remember I said in the beginning before I read this chapter that an argument is basically when you're not on the same page and eventually somebody gets upset. Somebody is mad. So we see that the Pharisees or the Jews, they were upset and they wanted to stone him after he gave them that whole spill of, I'm the truth and you guys don't recognize the truth. I'm what's real. And they were upset. So I say this to say, um, that, you know, there you have it. They were upset and they were mad at the end of the conversation, which again, call it an argument. But again, they wanted to stone him. So in closing, I want you to take those examples of Jesus and what he went through and live in your truth. You know, recognize real. God gives us the permission to defend what we believe and why we believe it. These people was not there uh, when God spoke to Jesus about what his mission will be in the earth, who he is. As the same with you. Now, I'm not saying just freely go around and proclaim something God has not showed you. I'm not saying that. But recognize when real shows up in your life. When God has promised you that he will do the very thing you have asked of him. Believe that he will do it. Learn from Jesus. I'm going to learn from Jesus. Learn from Jesus. He believed and he walked in his truth. Now, it's the holidays. So I want you to remember all those that are sick in the hospitals, those who do not have a place to stay, those who are hungry, and those who are feeling alone. Pray for them. Ask of God to continue to keep you and your family as we continue to get through this pandemic together. Keep holding on to truth. And always recognize real when it shows up. I love you guys. Oh, this was such a great word today. Please share the podcast. If you have any questions and you want to email me, please email me at daspodcasts at gmail.com. I look forward to bringing you another Table Talk Tuesday. Have a awesome day. All right, till we meet again. Bye.